You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode 105. And today, ladies, we are taking a look back at some of the things that went really great in 2020 that I wanted to come on here and talk to you about. And then I'm going to talk to you about six ways to look forward and have a healthy 2021. I know it's been a hectic year, so I thought it would be, you know, an appropriate topic to come on here and talk to you about. And I thought that if I talked to you about some of the things that, you know, looking back at 2020 that brought me great joy, um, and things that I needed to look at and change that it would help you number one, to maybe take a look and see about some joyous things that, you know, happened in your life in 2020 and, you know, some things that you might need to change looking forward to 2021. So with that intent, let's dive on in and listen to this episode and please, um, leave us a rating and review over iTunes or hit me up, especially with a DM and ask me any question that you'd like to about health or comment to me about what you'd like us to talk about further on the podcast. I would love to hear from you at well woman network over on the gram. So let's dive in ladies and listen to this week's episode. Welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad. I'm a certified women's health and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and now new proud Nana. And I'm on a global mission to disrupt the women's health education space by showing women how to be their healthiest self by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocate. I believe that true transformation only happens when we come together as a collective group of women who are like-minded, who are curious and want to learn about our health as it pertains to us being women. So how do we do that? We do it one healthy conversation at a time. So let's dive in. Well, hey there, ladies. Excuse me. And welcome back to another episode. So yes, I know it's been what maybe a week or so since my last podcast, or maybe two. I can't keep track. But just had some things going on with my mama. She's good. She's all good. So she's just had to have a lot of dental work done. And so we've been doing multiple, multiple dental appointments over the last several you know, weeks, and it's just been a toll on her. And when it's a toll on her, it puts a toll on me. So I don't know if any of you out there are in that sandwich generation between your kids on one end and then your parents on the other end. But you know, it's so much harder to be a caregiver to an adult than it is to be a caregiver to a child. Even if you have an adult child. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's just very different. Um, and you have to really approach it differently. And especially it just depends on the type of personality, I guess, that your parents have, you know, and my mom is just really old school and she's just very, you know, prim and proper about so many things. And, you know, I am just not that person. I don't think I've ever really been that person. That's why, you know, we clash in a lot of areas, but you know, she's my mama and I love her. And, you know, she took care of me. And so I just feel that it's a blessing for me to be able to take care of her. So I've been doing a lot of that with my mom. And then my daughter got COVID. Yeah, she's okay too. No real major symptoms. You know, she was pretty healthy to begin with. And I make sure that she keeps her immune system up. But her and my son-in-law and my baby girl, my baby grandbaby had to quarantine for like 14 days. So, you know, I talked to her, FaceTimed her every day. My granddaughter, you know, she FaceTimes me every day, even though she doesn't really understand FaceTime, but she still does it. 
So I couldn't see her for 14 days. So when they got out of quarantine, I just had to, I just had to see my baby girl because she's my, one of my favorite people in the whole world that I just love to see. And I've just been taking this time to, to just, you know, reflect, you know, it's just been crazy. You know, we're in a state of, you know, of up, you know, upheaval with so many things in our world that, you know, sometimes just be able to get a grasp on it and not go to the other extreme of, you know, stress and anxiety, depression, and, you know, all those things. And sometimes you just have to stay, take a step back and kind of look at things from a different perspective. So that's kind of like what I want to talk with you about today is looking back and then looking forward. And I've got my tea here with me. So, you know, I'm all set to go. Now, for those of you who may be new to this podcast listening, I just want to let you know that I am a tea lover. Don't get me wrong. I'd love me a great cup of coffee, but I only allow myself one cup of coffee in the morning, but I drink tea and that is herbal tea. So let me correct here. I drink herbal tea all day long and it's my favorite thing. So if y'all ever want to get this gal a gift over here, tea is always the right choice. And my favorite brand is Celestial Seasonings right now. Um, they're non-GMO, so I really like it, but out of all of the teas that usually that are out there, um, I go to Sprouts near me. They have the biggest selection, so I just love it. And right now, oh my God, they just, they had a sale and it's on until the 29th. So I just went crazy buying and stocking up on all my favorite flavors and I got a bunch as gifts. And since I, the sale's on until the 29th and I get paid tomorrow, what do you think? This gal is going back for more and stocking up because I could be a spokesperson for them. Okay. Just, just saying, you know, if anybody knows anybody over at Celestial Seasonings and they want a medical person talking about the benefits of the tea, you know, just let me know. Okay. So we are going to, on that note, spill some tea <laughs> in a good direction, ladies. And we're going to talk about, you know, like I said, looking back and looking forward, but I want to talk to you about six ways to have a healthy new year looking forward. And a lot of times we can have a healthier looking new year looking forward if we take the time to look back at things. So I hope that some of these things that I've been looking back at, some of the things that I've been doing, maybe will give you some new insight. Um, maybe you'll sit down and take a moment or two to, you know, reflect on all the great things. Yes, there have been great things. Even in this year of crap, there has been great things that have happened. Okay. And there could be small things you know, no big things really have happened. Okay. We, we weren't allowed to travel this year. We weren't allowed to do much of anything. Our lives have been turned upside down. Holidays have been disrupted. All of that kind of stuff, you know, has been really, really just turned upside down to the nth degree. But there are small things, you know, like I said, just when I look at my grandbabies, you know, when I look at her face and her eyes and she laughs Oh my Lord, it just, my whole world just melts. So those are little blessings. When I get to spend some in-person time with one of my BFFs, um, you know, like I did just the other night and we had a, a Bible study and I get to see my girlfriends a little bit, you know, we don't spend a whole lot of time together because we're all really busy and just doing things. And we're trying to uphold this stay at home type of measure and all that kind of stuff as well, because we all have businesses with employees and we all have family. So, you know, we're all trying to do the good thing, Right. So, but every once in a while, you just need to get together and have a little face to face, you know, and have a cup of tea or a cup of Java, Joe, whatever you call it. And just, you know, and make contact with each other and have some, and break some bread. So if you can do that with a few of your girlfriends and you're not breaking any rules or anything, I encourage you to do so. Okay. So I know that the new year, it's a perfect opportunity 
to develop healthy habits, ladies, and to add things to your routine for your physical and your emotional health. So I just wanted, like I said, to just kind of give a shine the light on some of those ways that we can have a healthier new year. Because I know for a lot of you, and hey, look, I am not throwing any shade against anybody. This year has been tough on everybody. So a lot of people fell off their horses with their nutrition. A lot of people fell off their horses definitely with their exercise because maybe going to the gym was your thing and you couldn't go to your gym anymore. Like I couldn't go to mine. I mean, LA fitness has been closed almost the entire year. Hopefully they'll be able to stay, stay afloat financially to open up back next year if that's a thing. And I know a lot of you shifted to online stuff, doing your exercises and, you know, but for the longest time and even still trying to get a lot of gym equipment out there is really hard because people were going crazy when this thing first hit, buying up all the gym stuff so they could do it at home. So, you know, a lot of people fell off that. A lot of people fell into, you know, depression and anxiety. And so that kept them from being healthy. Isolation for a lot of people has kept them from being healthy. We could go on and on about things that have turned people's lives upside down to get them off the health track. But we're moving into 2021. And you know, no, I don't have a crystal ball sitting here in front of me. And no, I don't want to get into my political views. Yes, I have them. And yes, I'm very opinionated about them. But I don't want to get into them because I respect everybody's opinion. And I do not know, just like anybody else, what is going to happen, you know, in the next several weeks as we move towards January 20th to see who is going to be, you know, in charge of this country, you know, and right now it's up in the air, but who knows? Okay. We don't know, but what we can control is ourselves. We not, we may not be able to control, you know, the climate. We may not be able to control the election, the, um, all the stuff that's going on. We may not be able to control, you know, if you, who's out there walking around, who's got COVID, who doesn't, but we can control ourselves and we can control our thoughts and we can control our actions. So that's what I'm asking you to do. Don't look at anybody else. I want you to take some time, you know, either this week or the next coming weeks, you know, before we hit 2021 officially and just stop and just reflect on, you know, write down some of the good things that happened and then look at things that maybe that weren't so good and things that you need to change. Okay. So number one, I want you to starting with that is to take a different approach to your new year's health outlook and how you're going to approach 2021. Okay. Because before you can do anything else, ladies, you need to make sure you're approaching your new year's health goals in a healthy and realistic way. Okay. Because I know the number one reason why people get off track either with what well, you want to call it diet, you want to call it nutrition change, you want to call it setting health goals, or you want to talk about weight loss or whatever else you want to talk about, you know, hormone balancing, anything that has to do with health or exercise, people get off track because they tend to make their goals unrealistic. Okay. Because we all look at ourselves as super women, right? I know I'm one and I know all of you are who listen to this podcast. So don't worry about that, but make simple, small ones. Okay. We don't know what 2021 is going to look like yet. Okay. And I'm sure there's, you know, for the, even for the first several months, we're still not going to know what it's going to look like. Okay. So make small, realistic goals of what you want to do in the next three to six months with regard to how you've already been doing it or how you can keep doing it or doing it a little bit different or change it up, you know, but add in small things. Okay. Smart goals, you know, keep them simple, measurable, actionable, you know, and timely 
but keep them simple and keep them realistic. So instead of making the mistake of having those grand health ideas that you feel like you couldn't accomplish, you know, or that you think you may not accomplish, set smaller ones and more attainable goals related to your health. For instance, like I always say, I'm going to drink some more water this week. Um, if you smoke, I'm going to smoke three less cigarettes this week. Um, I'm going to get out and walk, you know, an extra mile this week. I'm going to take, you know, some more self-care time. I'm going to sit down and journal a few more hours than I did last, than I did before. Whatever it is, make them small things and write them down. Okay. Because there's something cathartic about taking them from the inside of your heart and from your brain and writing it out on paper, not typing them. Okay. They've shown studies have shown that when you write things out, <clears throat> you tend to remember them more and it's cognitively more inside your bones than it is if you type things out. The feel of a pen, the, the, just the thought pattern of writing does something scientifically to change our patterns of thought. <clears throat> so keep that in mind, okay? So first thing we just said, I want you to take a different approach. I want you to make short, small, realistic goals. You know, one month, two months, three months, you know, at a time. Don't make your year's plan of your goals, you know, right now, just a few months at a time. Okay. And you know, what I'm going to be doing <clears throat> differently in looking forward to is I'm just going to really try to be much more proactive in my mindset. I've already decided that and I've been, and I've been really journaling a lot about that. <clears throat> so you know, I haven't been the most positive some of the time in my mindset with myself, you know, just because of all this stuff that's been going on. So I've made a conscious decision that moving into 2021, one of my small health goals is that I'm going to try to stay more focused and much more present, you know, with what's going on, stay much more focused because I tend to shift ideas and move here and move there. And, you know, I'm just, I'm an Aquarius, I'm a dreamer. I love, you know, new things and I've just got to stay a little bit more focused. Okay. And I'll get a little bit more into that as we go into step number two. Number two is I want you to consider what went wrong last year or the last few years Okay. Because I know ladies that you've probably set other health, new year's health goals before or lifestyle changes, but that you didn't quite stick with. So, you know, when you're journaling and in your quiet time with your cup of tea, your cup of coffee, whatever it is, your thing, your glass of wine, take some time to write out the reasons why you weren't able to keep up with those health goals. You know, this year, last year, whatever. Okay. Was it the lack of time? Was it that you didn't, you didn't know where or how to be fully prepared. You didn't know what to do. Okay. You, you just had so many things, or you, maybe you felt overwhelmed. You had so many options. You just didn't know which ones to pick. Or was it that you chose goals that didn't align with your lifestyle? This is another area that a lot of us, you know, trip over is we see our friends doing weightlifting or we do them, we see them doing super stepping movements, or we see them doing hit classes or Pilates or yoga, whatever. And then we kind of go, Oh, you know, if they're doing it, I'm going to join in and do them. And if it doesn't align with who you are and your lifestyle, and it doesn't fit in with your work schedule, your family schedule, then I can tell you it is not going to happen. So look at your life. Don't be looking at everybody else's life. Okay. What's your time frame? You know, if you've got kids at home right now, cause you're homeschooling, you know, you've got, you're working from home still, you're, you know, your husband's home, whatever. You've got to look at the present day situation and your present day lifestyle and see what it can afford to take on. 
Okay. Can you move? Can you get an extra few hours of exercise or, you know, half an hour here, 20 minutes there when your kids are off doing their homework or they're napping or whatever they're doing. Okay. So look at your lifestyle and don't be looking at everybody else's lifestyle. Okay. So for me, looking back, I'm going to be truthfully and honest with you here. Cause you know, I always am, you know, what I, and I'm, when I'm talking to you, I'm not going to be talking to you about so much my, um, my health stuff because I've pretty much got my health nailed down. Okay. That's my, that's my jam. It's what I teach you all about. So, you know, I better walk the talk that I talk. So my health is pretty good, but I'm going to reference it from my business perspective because not only, um, you know, I still practice, but I run my online company and sometimes in business, I kind of get steered off the wrong thing. And it's the same thing as up as number one. Okay. Like I set some goals for myself this year and I was kind of like all over the place. I was dabbling in this and dabbling in that. And I kept telling my project manager, I want to do this. I want to do that. And about a couple weeks ago, I was, I was on my lunch hour and I was taking my walk and I decided, okay, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to voicemail her. I'm going to record a voice message to her about, you know, where I want to go, what I want to do, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I didn't hear back from her for a couple of days. And I emailed her and I said, Hey, you know, I haven't heard back from you. What do you think about, you know, my, my, you know, my recording that I sent to you. And part, part of it was that I was just kind of expressing that I felt that things weren't going in the forward direction. I felt like, you know, um, things were falling through the hoops and, you know, other things that I wanted to do. So she politely, you know, emails me back and because I love constructive criticism. Okay. And I can take it because I've really worked on myself a lot. She called, she told me, she said, Hey, Michelle, the reason that we haven't been really moving forward this year is because you keep changing your mind of things that you want to do with your company. First, you want to talk about this. Then you want to do this. And then you want to do that. And she said, you just can't do that. You need to just focus. She said, I had us all set on a path of what we were going to do. And then you changed it on me. And so I was just going along with you because, you know, I'm your project manager and you're paying me. And I didn't think that you were really hearing what I had to say. And I had to say, whoa, you're right. Whoa, you are so right. I had wrote her this letter, this email, and I apologized to her profusely and said, you are so right. I'm all over the place. And you know what? I can see it. And so moving forward, I'm giving you the reins. You're going to tell me what you want me to do. And we are going to do what you want us to do moving forward. Because I really want to, you know, make my business financially independent so that I don't have to practice hands-on medicine so much. Okay. I, and I know sometimes we all feel bad about talking about making money. Like it's something dirty. I, you know, I'm getting over that and I'm learning that I need to make money in my business and I need to figure it out. So we are going to start off on one path. We are going to be changing the perspective of what we're talking about as far as health goes, because for me, hormones are my jam. I have a I had a horrible hormonal experience. I, I learned so much. I found answers for myself. I found answers for thousands of women. And I talk to women each and every day about hormones. And that really is my jam. So moving forward in 2021, I'm setting small goals and I'm going to be focused and we are shifting our message to hormones and hormone balance. And we are going to niche down in that direction and really try to help women understand and balance their hormones because it can affect all parts of your life. Still going to be about self-care, still going to be about self-advocacy, but moving into that direction where we're going to be talking to you about all things hormonal and how it relates to other things in your overall health. So see, I looked at what went wrong. We sat down, we had a conversation and we looked at how can we improve it moving forward. Okay. So look back 
at what went wrong. Where did you get off track? It's okay. And then have that conversation with yourself, you know, that constructive criticism with yourself and say, okay, what do I need to do? Or have it with somebody else and then go, what can we do to correct it, to move forward? Okay. Cause we can all do that. Number three, make a list of everything that you want to change. Okay. This echoes what I was just saying. Once you've done that, you can then make a list of the healthy habits or routines you would like to change and why you want to change them. Ladies, it is really important to focus on your intentions behind your choices, no matter how small or inconsequential they might seem. Okay. So intentions, you know, are our why, so to speak in my world. So, you know, once you said, I need to change, then sit down like I did with Lynn and she wrote all, all the things that we need to change and how, what things that I need to change to move forward, to accomplish the things that I want to accomplish in 2021. And I've got my list and I'm checking them off and I'm doing with what she's saying to do. Okay. So we wrote a list and then I went back and I'm looking, I'm putting some intentions behind my choices, my intentions. You know, why do I want to do this? You know, why is it important to me? What you know, impact because, oh, am I going to make in 2021? And my 2021 words are impact and their expansion because I want to expand my territory for me personally in all areas of my life. And I want to create greater impact for the people whose lives I touch each and every day, whether it's through the podcast, the blog, Instagram, social, you know, Facebook, Facebook lives, anywhere, my family, my kids, my patients who come in to see me in my practice. I want to make an impact on everybody that I touch in one way or another. Okay. I want to be a positive influence. So that's where my intentions are. My intentions are to grow a healthy community, to teach women why it's important to be healthy, why you need healthy hormones, why you need this. Okay. So it makes a big difference when you know why you're doing something and you have intentions behind it. Then number four, I want you to focus on small lifestyle changes. They're all kind of sounding the same, but they're a little bit different because ladies, everything in your life is part of your routine and it's going to have a significant impact on your physical or emotional health. So I want you to try to add healthy habits that can become part of your lifestyle in the new year, but don't require a lot of time and effort. Okay. Because if something is so audacious, you are just not going to do it. Small things. Make your bed in the morning, drink a glass of warm lemon water. First thing in the morning, do some yoga before you get out of bed. These are all good for you. And they're very easy to implement into your routine. If we've learned anything from in 2020, it is that we need to get back to the basics and back to simple things and not look at things that are so out there, you know, that we have no control of. We got to look at the simple things that we've got control of. So focus on the small lifestyle changes that you can work into your day, but that can become part of your lifestyle. Look at your health as your lifestyle. It's something that you are going to do every day that you get to do every day. Okay. So look at it from a joyful perspective. Number five, of course, I'm going to have to talk to you and always include increase your movement and your activity. Regardless ladies of what your health goals are this year, I want you to try to add more exercise and physical activity to your routine. Don't think about it as a strict fitness regimen. Of course, we can't think of it like that today. Instead, add small amounts of activity you wouldn't normally do, you know, such as adding an extra days of, you know, some physical chores like working in your garden, 
you know, if you own a brick and mortar thing, walking to the store, you know, or walking around in your store, taking the elevate, taking the stairs, I'm sorry, instead of the elevator, parking farther down in the parking lot and walking up to the grocery store, you know, or if you can take your bike someplace instead of drive or adding a short five to 10 minute Pilates session to your morning or yoga to your morning, or just stretching with some light weights that you have, hand weights that you have in your home or something else like that. Okay. You need to add some movement and you need to get that movement worked into exercise because it's good for your heart. It's good for your brain. It builds your endorphins and it makes you a better person all around. Okay. Then the last one also have to talk to you about this one, as you know, because I want you to find your balance in your nutrition, especially this year. Okay, ladies, if not now, then when, okay? So lastly, I want you to aim for balance in your nutrition instead of thinking of everything as a diet. So many people try to go on these restrictive diets every single year or every single three months or six months, and they almost never succeed or last. So instead, think of small changes you can make to what you eat that focuses more on proper nutrition, okay? Clean eating, you know, intentional eating, eating when you're hungry, adding in more salads, adding in more greens, getting better supplements, or choosing to spend some money on your supplements. Remember, ladies, that the food you eat can either be the safest and most powerful form of medicine, or it can be the slowest form of poison, and that's a quote from Miss Anne Wigmore. Okay. Let me say that again. The food you eat can either be the safest and most powerful form of medicine, or it can be the slowest form of poison. Okay. It really does matter what you eat. What you eat makes your brain healthier. It helps you think better. It helps you function better. It helps you, you know, just do everything in your life better. So, with that note, I want to also go over some of the things. So for me, things that I've learned and that I'm going to be moving forward are things that I've really focused more on in 2020 is I've, I've really focused on being more proactive in my life and I've done that. So I'm really happy with that intention there and I'm going to keep doing that. Things that I've done better this year is I have gotten out and exercised outside and just been outdoors more than I ever have been in any other year just going out and getting grounded in nature. And I can tell you, it makes me feel so much better. So that's a blessing. Those are gratitude things that I have looked for when I'm looking back at 2020, like what have been all the really great things that I've been able to accomplish. And this past year, I really worked on getting better sleep for myself and I'll continue to work on it. And one of the things that I did to help me with that is I found going back to talking about, you know, something that fits into your lifestyle and what works for you and what doesn't work for you is I know that I talked about, you know, in these research studies where everybody was saying, you know, wear your watch to bed, track your sleep, see how you do and all this kind of stuff. And I was doing that. I was wearing my Fitbit every night to bed and, you know, I toss and turn a lot just because I have just, you know, my shoulders hurt in my bed, you know, whatever. I don't know what it is. I know we've switched mattresses the whole nine yards, but I, t- I toss and turn. So this past several months, I have taken off that watch because I was finding that it was causing me to have more anxiety and not be able to sleep because every time I was tossing and turning, I was thinking, oh my God, the watch is like clocking all of this. And I'd get up in the morning. The first thing I'd I'd do is grab my phone to see how my sleep pattern was. And I'd get like a 66 and, you know, or 76. And really those are sucky scores. And I'd start feeling bad. And I'm like, oh my God. So I finally said, you know, Michelle, 
you've just got to not listen to what the watch says because it's making you anxious and you're not sleeping because of it. So I started taking off the watch at nighttime and I'm just intuitively, you know, going to bed, feeling, seeing how I feel when I wake up. And that's just what I'm doing. I'm doing intuition sleeping, just kind of figuring out that way. So it didn't, you know, tracking my sleep just didn't fit for me. So I changed it. You don't have to stick with something, ladies, if things don't fit with you. And then the other thing that I feel so blessed about in 2020 is just, you know, all the time that I've been able to spend, you know, with my family, with my grandbaby, you know, who makes me happy and, you know, who I just want to see this world become a better place for. So like I said, you know, looking back, you know, at all the good things, looking back at things that I needed to intentionally, you know, take a different approach to look at the change. Um, I had to do some, you know, constructive criticism had come my way, which I was good for. I made a list of things, you know, that went well, things that didn't go so well and what I need to improve in 2020, 2021. I'm focusing, I, I have been all year focusing on the small things, simple things. I will continue to do that. And I always, always move and do activity each and every single day. And I also eat very well. So I encourage you and I implore unto you to try to find, you know, go through each of those six things and write down different things in your life that you want to accomplish in 2021 and things that you've felt really good about in 2020. And do you want to continue those things or do you want to change some of those things? Okay. So, you know, do me a big favor as a Christmas gift or, you know, that's because I celebrate Christmas. If you could go over to iTunes, you know, it's that little purple, you know, podcast button on your phones. And if you could leave a five-star rating for us, you know, and tell us, you know, what you like about the podcast, you know, if you like this episode, if you like a particular episode, but those ratings and review really do help. And since I'm not a huge influencer out there, I need all of you to go and constantly be leaving ratings and reviews. Even if you left one before, every new one helps us move up in the ranks. So you can hit us over on Instagram, leave me a DM, you know, on how you felt about some of the things that, you know, you did in 2020 and, you know, are there some things that I can help you with in 2021? Come over and join our Facebook group, Well Woman Network 360. Um, leave me, you know, a message over there, leave a message on our well woman network page on Facebook, you know, hit us over on Instagram, wherever I would always love to talk with you and share things with you. And just, you know, I'm all about community. So ladies, I thank you so much for listening. Cause I know you've got a lot of choices. I hope that you have a richly blessed week and, um, I will talk to you next week and bye for now. The information including, but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained on the main Well Woman Network website, in Well Woman Network blog post, on the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast, and any other Well Woman Network health educational resources are for educational purposes only. The purpose of Well Woman Network's educational resources is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to, to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your personal physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard or read on any of our platforms.